broken and lost, and just randomly suck them into hell, thinking nothing of it, and be a sovereign god, not to mention a god of love. There was an eerie silence before I heard a voice respond within me. Is that what you think we're doing, sucking them into hell? Well, that's what I've been taught, I responded angrily. And what would change that? Well, they need to get saved and go to heaven, I answered confidently. And how would that happen? I responded, somebody needs to go over there and get them saved by preaching the gospel to them. Well then, the voice resounded, if you really believe that, why don't you put down your food and your baby, turn off your big screen TV, and catch the first plane over there and get them saved? I burst into an emotional mix of tears of grief, compassion, shame, guilt, and anger. Then I retorted, Don't put that guilt on me, Lord. I can't leave this little girl and boy you gave me. If you wanted me to do what you've just suggested, you should have made that clear to me before you gave me this family. I'm doing the best I can. Besides, I can't save this whole world. Precisely, the voice responded. That's what we already did. But these people don't know it, and regretfully, most of you who claim to be my followers don't believe it. If you would spend your life living and giving this message to people, you wouldn't see such painful and pitiful global pictures. The voice concluded, We're not sucking those dear people into hell. Can't you see they're already there? We're bringing them into heaven before they suffer even more in the hell you have created for them and continue to create for yourselves and others all over the planet. We redeemed and reconciled all of humanity at Calvary. That is what the cross is all about. It had taken God less than five minutes to unravel the truth I had lived by and reshape my understanding of the purpose of my life to come. We are all the chosen people. This experience was the beginning of a total re-examination of everything I had ever believed about God, the universe, and my relationship to it. It challenged what I believed and why I believed it. I began reassessing my worldview and how it related to my perception of God, creation, Christianity, heaven, and hell. God does not show partiality when it comes to people, but He does have a distinct purpose for humanity. It is within the circle of that purpose that He unconditionally loves and embraces all people on the planet. As Christians, we're taught that Jews were chosen for a purpose that through the Jewish nation God wanted to present to the world the idea of one God, monotheism, and one ultimate hope for all revealed through a Messiah. This was to address the perception that salvation was necessary and that the idea of hostility between man and God was false. Messianic consciousness is the expectation of victory over human, spiritual, political, social, and physical conflicts. The New Testament says in Galatians 3, 7 and 3, 29, Understand then that those who believe are children of Abraham and heirs according to the promise. In other words, the blessing of the children of Israel has become a blessing to all of humanity. The promise God gave to Abraham in Genesis 12, 3b that all nations would be blessed through his seed has been actualized in the Christ consciousness and in the Christ principle. Everybody is saved already. Christ's consciousness is each person's understanding of the truth that Christ has already achieved what he set out to achieve, total salvation.
Nothing else is needed. Our mission in Christian ministry is to awaken people to the extraordinary love and hope of that truth, to become not necessarily Christian, but Christ-like in bringing humankind together as one in spiritual consciousness. Being Christ-like doesn't necessarily mean being a Christian. After all, neither Christ nor God is. My belief is not only in the Christ person, but in the Christ principle. The blasphemy I stand accused of is the simple message of the gospel of inclusion. The whole world is saved, but they just don't know it. Saved not only from hell and eternal damnation, but saved from itself. Saved from its erroneous perceptions of God and good. Saved from our misperceptions of self and Savior. God is not our enemy. God is not the antagonist from whom we need protection or salvation.